Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to the project, the declassified uh, UFO files, the Blue Book Sessions. Again, I'm sorry for the almost rushed sounds that you may be hearing. I'm in a bit of a tight spot, you could say. I don't know if you'll be able to hear the fan in the background, but after what happened a couple episodes ago, I'm still a little concerned that someone is watching me and wants to know, like, wants me to know that I'm being watched. I don't know if it's the U.S. government or the Canadian government. I don't know who, but with these past dreams I've been having, too, about Project Blue Book and other things, things have been getting more and more weird. But this is episode seven, The Scoutmaster. The description for The Scoutmaster is as follows. It is when after Scoutmaster vanishes when he had when he and his troops witness a strange craft hovering in the woods Dr. Heineck is sent to investigate for Project Blue Book while Captain Quinn is pulled into a rogue mission for General Harding basically the Scoutmaster and his uh, apprentice and a few of the other kids are out camping a couple hours away in Ohio from Dr. Heineck's uh, house, in a sense, because he also lives in Ohio, in Akron, I believe. I can't remember where he lives exactly, but it's a couple hours out that he's living in. So these kids are having their telling stories. Scoutmaster and everyone sees some dark, like some weird craft. He goes to investigate, says to his uh, second-in-command of source for the scouts. I don't know how the hierarchy goes for that. He tells them to just stay behind with the kids in case something happens. Get out of here. Just run, 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 run. He grabs his rifle and heads off to go investigate it. And he even screams the kids. And his second-in-command, run! Get out of here! Run! Just go! Go, go, go! So in turn, they do that. And they call up Project Blue Book. Dr. Heine comes down to investigate everything in Bowling Green, Ohio, where it's set this episode he investigates everything that's going on he tries to give them some help uh, he sees the scoutmaster's camera and decides to go develop the photos while t- like while on the phone with uh quinn he finds out quinn's doing his own thing for harding and those two are discussing master sergeant Rizzuto from the last episode and how he's kind of escaped in a sense but they're trying to interrogate him in a smart way, they want to figure out something that's going on because apparently some item was taken during the last episode on the same base at White Forest. And um, General Harding is wondering if it was actually Heineck or Quinn that stole it, but they instead use the Master Sergeant in a sense as a as a game, in a sense, to interrogate Hi- I Quint, in a sense. But at the same time, when he does this, like, they start going through all those ordeals while Heineck like, is back at Bay, is back in Ohio. And while he's doing that, he gets further and further into investiga- investigating. He talks to the second-in-command, Brian... And he says that there was an old Choctaw legend about some star people that may have returned, possibly. 
and he says that the lands used to be Choctaw many years ago. Excuse me, many years ago. And he's been given like he like he's giving Heineck a little bit more information that he wanted to give in front of the kids because he doesn't want to scare them any further, and he wants to give them a, a he wants to help as much as he can. So they decide to go look around a little bit further. They kind of notices something that he's seen plenty of times now. It feels like it's even more of a puzzle or a clue to everything that's going on in this episode. So he d- decides to get the sheriff to help him talk to the one of the local Native North Americans from the Choctaw who have been staying behind more or less just to investigate everything. And he asks for the assistance and the introduction so they could talk about it. And they think it might be swamp gas. They decide to have a town hall meeting when out of the blue, the scoutmaster, who's looking pretty badly injured, shows up. He seems to be okay. They take him to the hospital. Heineck does his own questioning about everything. While Captain Quinn himself is still dealing with Master Sergeant Rizzuto and then realizes that maybe the Master Sergeant doesn't know anything. And when he finds, like, when he takes off and just says, okay, like, because Master Sergeant is screaming for help, he thinks something's happening, and it's like, the captain just takes off and leaves, and then Harding goes up there to talk to the Master Sergeant and then finds out that Master Sergeant Rizzuto is now a double agent, apparently, for Project Blue Book and the government. This kind of annoys Captain Quinn because he didn't know what was going on he thought like something was he was meant to be interrogating a guy who may have taken something from the base who had clearance at that time so we're he's thinking something could have happened I could have been involved like Harding's thinking he could have been involved he doesn't think that Dr. Heineck was involved but he personally thinks that one of them was involved with some secret project item being stolen well, he thinks that was the case. He doesn't know who stole it, what happened exactly, and who could have been behind it all. And personally, I don't know who was behind it at all either, but you know what? I think I have an idea of who it could have been. But I don't really know if I should say that at all. What I do know is that I think near the end of the episode after he's exposed the scoutmaster for basically using a old native north american head as an alien craft while also making something up with his wife to help make the ruse possible like he disappeared or something like that from an alien because apparently they think project blue book is a joke in a sense they get caught lying to the government Quinn and Heineck have a bit of a conversation that gets a little heated. He thinks that, like, Quinn thinks Heineck stole something, which could be possible. I think he may have been the one that to steal the item. But we don't really see it in the previous episode in the Green Firelights if it was from the base or not. We just know that he found it in a safe of sorts. In a box. In a lockbox. But, as episode, the fact... I know these podcast episodes have been very brief, but honestly, I can't do much about that. What I can do is give you my final thoughts and my review for The Scoutmaster. Now, I didn't really enjoy The Scoutmaster that much out of this season so far. 
this was the first out of all the episodes so far to really kind of disappoint me a little bit because I thought the case was going to be like, holy crap. Besides it being almost a cat and mouse sort of thing because of what's going on and Harding is not like, it's almost like this has happened. Now we're going to interrogate someone else while this is happening. And it's like, we're watching two different stories and it doesn't feel right. But this is what happens when you get a show that's able to develop subplots, which is nice. But this subplot, I don't know if it's going to increase or extend into the next following episodes. I do realize that we're roughly at episode seven. We have three more episodes of the season one to go through. And quite frankly, when this this ends for season one, I'm taking a bit of a break from this particularly not the whole show mind you but i have a few other things i'm gonna do for the podcasts and whatnot this will still happen but i'm gonna record season like season two episode one through ten pretty quickly and those will be just dished out i know with season two they have a two-parter episode that will definitely be kind of how the bebop sessions were but this one will not be released like I did when it came to the two parties. It won't be the Tuesday and it won't be the Wednesday and the Saturday. It's gonna be a Tuesday, then it's gonna be a Thursday for this for that exact episode. Which is gonna be a treat for you guys when that happens. That'll come out later on in the future when it decides that when I decide to release it. But that'll be in a few weeks. Well not in a few weeks, that'll be in a few months. But if you're still listening to this, I'm glad you are. I'm gonna give this episode because I already gave my final thoughts. I thought I'd switch it up a little bit. I'm going to give this one a 5 out of 10. It's not truly spectacular, but it is what it is. It's not meant to be mind-blowingly great, this episode, I guess. But it does kind of make me want almost more subplots, in a sense. Not like, But have it more of a, a branching storyline. So it's not just like this one case, and then... Something's going on behind the scenes. I want behind the scenes more than the main sub, like the more, more than the main case in a sense sometimes. But who knows how it'll, how it'll go? But either way, it's been a great series so far. Mind you, when this does end, it'll end in a weird way. I bet, but that's beside the fact. The next episode in season one of this is called War Games. I don't really know much about this. But I feel like it might involve something involving the Korean War. But I don't want to assume anything. Now, for all of you that are listening, this is Scott Betson signing out. End. Transmission. Eight.
One. Five. Four. Five. Six. Five. Nine.